when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? We're back. Back to even. Thank you for coming in and checking out the podcast. Of course, it is Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Uh, means a lot that you're here. We are instant react tonight. A huge list of things to go over. We just got finished watching the Bills Chiefs game. Just an, just an epic weekend of playoff football, divisional round. Sad that there's only two weekends left. But we're cooking, man. We are ready to roll. Great weekends behind us. Hope everybody's got a great week ahead of them. Uh, let's get this show on the road because we got a lot to dive into this week. Ben and I have been in the lab creating an insane list of stuff to go over. So without further ado, you know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined as always by the one and only. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 Cheers, Benito. What's happening, brother? What up, Jeffrey? Hey, I'm living, dog. I'm nice. living. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. L-I-B-I-N. No, just living. Oh, all right. That's, that's on me. It's on yeah, me. Take, don't take it to places where it doesn't need to go. That's fair. It's a fair yeah. reaction. Yeah, now it is. How you the hell I'm, are you? Uh, you know, I'm good, man. How the hell are you? Good. See you yeah. rolling some Tide action. Hell yeah, baby. Not Tide well, Pods. No, I eat those. Um, that a boy. Yeah. I don't know if kids are still doing that or not, but I am. So <laughs> Healthy uh, snack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last, not this last Friday, the Friday before, boys were playing some vids. Honestly, uh, I know Ty was out, but the, the cohesiveness on that, that night, it was just really good. I felt like vibes were like super up. There was a lot of laughs and a lot of jokes coming from everywhere. And, um, John sells her stuff on Poshmark sometimes. I don't know if you ever heard of that website. Heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. So she's like, there's a lot of, you could sell some of your old stuff too. And I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And so I was with the boys and I was like, hey, 3XL Alabama Nike jacket. Because we said we're Alabama fans now because of Kaylin. Offered the guy 30 bucks for this thing. I have the same exact one in Gophers. Um, it's probably from about 2012, 13. I know for sure because there's a spot for your headphones to go through on the sleeve where you would put your iPhone 4. It's way too small to fit any phone sure. now. Yeah, back when people rocked cords. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, but they're awesome jackets. It's comfy. And now I'm full in on the Bama gang. Um, just feels nice to to be able to represent my favorite team for a week. So don't give no, a piss about nothing but the tide. Roll tide, baby. Welcome to Let's the SEC, play. Benito. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> blitz, Bama, blitz. Let's go. Is so, there any yeah. conflicting feelings there that you might have? No. Okay. See, here's the thing. If you guys saw my closet, which I think you guys see me rock some random stuff before, um, it used to be whenever like fanatics would have a sale. I just mm. I was like, oh, I like these jackets. So I buy that. Sweet. So I got some Ole Miss, some Tennessee, LSU, some Clemson, uh, Florida State. There's a Michigan State mm. over in there. You know, I kind of pretty well represented everything but the Pac-12. Now, unfortunately, TCU they made an appearance, got some Big Twelve stuff. Um, but now, R.I.P. On the Pac-12, so I don't the Pac-12 apparel. Um, 
But I just felt like this was too good of a deal to pass up. We are having a, a big time, big laughs. Uh, and uh, yeah, so for 30 bucks, it was mine. I feel like that's pretty fair for a piece, a Nike jacket of anything. Uh, $30. Good so. quality stuff. Yeah. It's good. Fits good. I knew it would. I knew I wanted the jacket. Uh, today, doubled down. Got this from Poshmark. Um, I had to say that I received it. Uh, I was here for a couple of days. You already have to go leave a review. Oh. And I was like, I know other items you might like. Little uh, gophers crew neck with the pockets. With a pocket, pouch pocket on the front. For it's your, on its way. For your pants? You no, know, it's like the pouch. Like that would be on a hoodie, but it's oh. a crew neck. But it's a salute to service. So it's pretty sweet. Uh, black, blacked out with a little camo around the neck. And uh, so okay. I'm excited. Maybe next week. Maybe next week that's what we were. So actually, I, I need to Poshmark some Niner stuff before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you do. I just feel like this is like a, a real nice online garage sale. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know much about the Poshmark life. Right. I'm new. I'm new. All right. Okay. I'm new to the Bama fan. Um, so I got a nice, you got me a nice used jacket. So it's right? like but my allegiance is my allegiance is not deep enough to be buying new Bama stuff. All right. We're oh, gonna see yeah. how things play out. So just you know, why was that second wind? Why buy new when slightly used will do, you know? Hey, that's a great so, slogan. It's good marketing right there. Um Man, I lost what I was going to say. I was going to say something funny. Well, I doubt it. I'm not the funny one on here. You are. Uh, <laughs> That's not true. I will say, uh, last week, uh, we were talking about the stadiums. Yeah. I wish I remembered what I said right now. Well, you're like the Gophers have the 30th largest no, stadium. No, 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 that was the Ken Palm thing. We were talking about the NFL stadiums where I was like, they should all have roofs. Oh, yeah. And I was like, it's pretty redundant to think that they would build one without yeah. And you said, I think you mean ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't. I meant redundant. I still mean redundant. And when you said that, too, I Googled live uh, redundant <laughs> to make sure I wasn't an idiot. So. But, okay. So, but redundancy is like a backup plan. So, like, it, that would be like having a second roof. Right. So, it's redundant to have a stadium without a roof, right? So, it's uh, not or no longer needed or useful. So, it is no longer useful to have a stadium <laughs> without a roof. It feels like a stretch. <laughs> well, that's... that's that's the Webster dictionary. Right, but that would but that would in, in insinuate that there's already a roof. So you don't need one. Right, so I'm saying it's pretty redundant to build one. Like it's not useful, right? Stadiums aren't useful without one. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Uh okay. So there's there's the semantics. Language is tough. English is tough, right? That's where the semantics of language kind of got uh our paths crossed a little bit. I was thinking you were calling a roof redundant. You were no. calling stadiums without roofs right. redundant. Right. Right. I still don't know if that makes sense, but I don't care. We're 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 there. We're moving on. Uh, we got a lot to re recap. We didn't have any roof issues this week, thankfully. Almost. Almost. 
I mean, I felt like the rain in, in San Fran was going to be a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of was a little bit, I think. No? Did they? Uh, yeah, I mean, it'll slow down the pass rush quite a bit. Yeah. I just was, you know, I just was, you're hoping for a nice clean game. Yeah, you you, de- you definitely are. Um, yeah. Good weekend of football, though, man. We just wrapped, just wrapped Chiefs Bills. Should we, should yeah. we go back a little uh, Tarantino style? Sure. Uh, start at the the end and get to the beginning. Yeah, fresh in our minds. Just a great game. It was a great game. Great game. I I don't know what I picked. I think people to cover, so they won. That's great. Uh, I I never I didn't trust. I don't trust Josh Allen. I just don't. And it just as a Vikings fan and knowing the pain that they have experienced in their fanhood. Yeah, man, the end of that game just hurts to watch. I wasn't rooting for him to win. I no, just like I wasn't rooting for the Lions to win, but man, it'd be nice to see a loser come through once. <laughs> yeah, I was sweating a bet, um, pretty hardcore. God, I was close to it. Frustrated. Sports betting sucks. Yeah, uh, still love it. Still gonna keep doing it. Uh, anyways, um, it was. Dude, he just does dumb things. You know, it's like uh, sometimes, and he didn't he didn't piss away the game tonight. But I'm with you. It's like I'm constantly watching a Josh Allen game, and I'm like, all right, when's he gonna throw across the body? You know, throw that pick, mm-hmm. and he didn't. Um, I mean, he's kind of a gunslinger. It's fun to watch, but it just is. It was a good game. I know people are already bitching. Oh, the Chiefs got all the calls. Chiefs got all the calls. Uh-oh. All right, they didn't. I don't know. I mean, this just was the football game, so. Yeah, There's good and bad calls both ways. I thought. Yeah, I mean it. It feels like the ticky tack ones, um, never get called against the Chiefs, but they're always called for the Chiefs. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I watched the. Right. I mean, the Vikes get screwed at the end of a game earlier this year. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Right, I yeah. don't think, but I'm just really over on the conspiracy theory shit, man. Like. <laughs> I'm just sick of it because here's the deal. If, if, if the NFL was rigged, do you not think that one Colin Kaepernick would have just like destroyed the NFL and was like, Hey, this is what I had to do. You for know, sure. this, there's a script. No, for, for sure. Every guy that couldn't make it in the league when yeah. they just be like, well, it's actually rigged, but you've never heard that until all of a sudden every idiot's got access to posts on the internet. Right, right. So, yeah, no, I don't. I think anybody who thinks it's scripted or rigged is stupid. Yeah, just flat out, right? Just flat out, you're an idiot. Um, But I also think it's a fair thing to say that there's some significant bias in everybody that is calling these games, and it's it's natural. It's natural in baseball, basketball, football, all of it, right? Like the stars get the calls. Calling as an announcers or the referees? The refs. Oh. Like it, it it like Jordan got all the calls. Um great pitchers, like they they can expand a strike zone. Good hitters, it's a tight strike zone. Like it's because they've they've earned it and whether or not that's a thing that should be a thing. Yeah. Um is another conversation, but there is some of that, right? Like the you know the the stars do get protected. Brady got protected. Um, 
you know, the and these mobile quarterbacks, they they take so many more hits compared to these other dudes uh, because they that's their, that's who they are. And I don't know, is it right or wrong? Not my not my problem. Uh, right. or, you know, thing to try to solve, but it, I do think it's definitely a thing. And it's normal. Like, like you, you can you can get help, you know, bent out of shape for it, or you can just fucking move on with your life and just be like, yeah, you got to be better than them. You got to play a perfect game to beat those fuckers. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And um, people could sign up to be referees too. For sure. Because there's at some point, all these guys didn't just jump into the NFL. No. Uh, they, you know, they worked their way up, and the pool is drying up, and that's a that's a big that's a big thing. Uh, that's true. And, For sure. And so, sign up to be a referee. Hundred percent, man. Back like, the game, and we can yell at you for being a stupid idiot. Open your damn eyes. That's not a flag, you fucking moron. We can say that to you. So yeah. sign up to be a referee. Hundred percent. That's a yeah. good pay. They're good paying gigs, man. Even at like college level. Like my uncle was one, and uh, my sister dated one who like refed college basketball. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. And, I mean, he made a good living doing that. And then, like, you know, got paid well for the games, got nice per diem, paid travel. Like, it's a pretty slick thing. And, like, that's how you make your way up there. Right. Right. And, you know, you got to start in high school or wherever, right? Like, yeah, so if you're you're tired of your shitty job or whatever it is that you're unhappy with and you're making 60K, start reffing. Right. See what happens. Start on the side and see how far you can take it. Correct. And I can't wait to yell at you someday. Just like you bitch and moan about them. I'm going to bitch and moan about you. Same as these. Same as these. But it's a good game, though. Good game. Good game. Great hate, game. I hate Collinsworth. I, I feel like. Well, good thing he wasn't on the call of that game. That was no, no, no. I know. I, yeah, sorry. I hate Romo, too. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Good call. Good call. I hate Romo. Uh, his shtick is old to me. Yeah, it was good the first couple years. First uh, year. And I just hate the gym. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's about wrapped up. Uh, I think full Tommy Brady comes to the box. Thomas Edward. Let's hope. Uh, Let's hope they're good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... I think you and I could be pretty good. Well, I think there's something about like letting a game be as right. well, you know, like you don't have to jump in and, you know, give this diatribe in between every play and try and sound like you're the smartest guy in the room, you know? That is a big thing about Tony where he's like, I don't know what they're doing. And I hate, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just don't like it. Um, uh, I get he is very smart. I'm not I'm not trying to say, oh, I know more than Tony Romo, but and I think sometimes it's hard for me to listen to the announcers because they have to they have to announce the game like nobody understands what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And that drives me insane sometimes. Correct. I would agree with that. And like my big thing is with Tony is after every play, it's either this is the most brilliant thing you've ever seen. Or let me tell you why. Or this is why they made such a massive mistake. And it's like, you no, know, like sometimes it's just football, man. It was a, it's a play and a good play on the other side. And you can leave it at that. And nobody made a mistake or nobody was the smartest guy on the planet. It's right. just, it's just a play. 
right? right? And great effort. Maybe they're trying to set something up. I don't know, but man, he it feels like every play he's pointing something out about us oh, the best thing or that's so you know, you can't be doing that. It's like, come on, man, like mute. And I'm gonna be honest, I really don't love the refs being in the box either. I think uh who is it? Uh Sterator? Gene Serator. I was gonna say Rick Santorum, but he was a Republican from politician, Scott. yeah. <laughs> For president <laughs> once. Uh yeah. Gene Steratore, which he's pretty good because I do like listen. He does college basketball too, or did ref college basketball as well. Yep, that guy is a lifetime ref. Like, good for him. Uh, but he's pretty good. But I feel like anytime they question the refs, they're like, "Nope, they got it right here." And it's like, okay, especially the guy who's on ESPN. I can't think of his name. Who's with um, mm. uh, what the hell? I gotta look at the. But they're just not. It's not a needed thing. I love that Fox just brings in Dean Blandino. You know, I think he's really good, and he was the head of officiating. Yeah. But Dean just does a real good job. He's never like in the box, and like Tony, like or Jim Nance threw it to Gene a couple times tonight. He's like, "Do you think his knee was D was down there, Gene?" And Gene's like, "Well, I don't know. You know, is right. Is, is, like bring him in." on that review was his whatever, right? Like, or do you think this is a penalty? That's fine. But it's a, the whole thing's just kind of gotten like too many, too many people. I feel. Mm-hmm. So. I would agree. It's a bit much, a yeah. bit much at times. Uh, and then the, the first game what we had today, we had uh, lions and bucks. bucks. That was a wild game. Uh, watch the second half. Uh, I was. I think I was kind of pulling for the Bucks. I know everybody's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, you asshole!" But no, I uh, was. You were too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I would like to see the Lions get humbled a little bit. And if I'm completely honest, I really didn't love when the fans booed Matt Stafford. I know I said that last week, but that really just like, boy, that rubbed me the wrong way. You know. <laughs> I would agree. He didn't shit on you as an organization and like no. ask, you know what I mean? Like he just wanted to move on and he did it in a, like, I think in a classy way. Yeah. And the first time in 12 years he had ever asked to leave too. Right. And he's like, Hey, uh, it kind of seems like we're going nowhere. We're going to get a new head coach in here again. This is the 77th new regime I've been a part of. I love Detroit with everything, but do you think I could go somewhere else? And they're like, absolutely. And it's not like they didn't get a fucking good deal out of the whole thing. Right. First round picks and Jared Goff. Uh, that sounds like a winner. I mean, most people would probably be like, yeah, they won that trade. The Rams were just in a position where they thought they were that quarterback away. But then it's, uh, there was like some talks of like people yelling at his wife and daughters. And I was like, what a bunch of scumbag. Don't become Philly. Yeah, you don't need to do that. You don't need to be those guys. So, uh, but I, I love Baker. I know a lot of people don't. I, I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. Uh, guy was a walk-on. And he was the first-round pick, first overall pick. I love that shit. He looks like a normal dude. <laughs> he really does. I mean, if you saw Baker Mayfield walking down the street, you would just be like, well, I've got I don't know. He probably works in sales for somebody. Or he could easily be managing a Burger King. 100%. He's a five foot ten, 
dude yep. that just happens to, you know, throw some lasers every once in a while. Yeah. He's got a cannon. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice that he's kind of found a fit, seems like. Yeah. But, man, that team, they showed flashes of brilliance and then flashes of, like, how in the hell did they make it in the playoffs? Yeah, they're the, they, they are the – I mean, I know they're the NFC South champions, but they are the embodiment of the NFC South. For sure. Where it's like, actually, sometimes the NFC South teams look like they might lose to an SEC school, which I know would never, ever happen. But then other times it's like, yeah, they belong in the NFL for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. It's not, like on the same drive you'd see it. It's like you guys just look incompetent. And then out of nowhere, you know, 40 or 50 yard strikes. It's like, okay, <laughs> right? figure it out. All right, let's have some consistency. Very inconsistent team. All the way around, um, yeah. So that I mean, it, it, now I will say, like, little feel good. Like, it's cool to see. Hey, Detroit. Like, I know you're you're a little bit anti them, in a sense. Um, but yeah. I can root for the story. I can't, you know, like it is a tortured uh, fan base. Yeah, I love Matt Campbell. I just don't love when fans start to become assholes. Then I just get like super anti, like because those sure. are the people right now that I get to interact with, right? Fans, right, right. <laughs> those are the people I just. So then it's like, all right, well, I think you're a scumbag, so gonna root against your team because they're heavily invested. Did you see the guy? I wanted. I were at cold beers. I sh- wish I wasn't so I could take a picture. There was a grown man. In the stands, wearing an Aiden Hutchinson jersey with the face paint line on his face. Okay. So. What a hero. Yeah, dude. For sure. Aiden actually probably looked at him. He's like, damn, that guy is cool as fuck. I mean, do you think that's what people think? I don't know. Like, as a child, I was John Randall for Halloween. Probably every year till I was ten, because I fucking I thought John Randall was a shit, and I was a child, so I would fate I would paint my face like that. Mm-hmm. It's cool when you're a kid, correct? Absolutely, I mean, right? Like done playing football, I did like a little ode to John Randall, like I just did the bottom part. Yeah, you couldn't cover your eyes, right? That was my football hero. But correct. I was playing in games when I did that too, right? So I was like, that's my guy. Right? Yeah. I mean, I I saw. 10, 10 JJ's for Halloween this year, right? Like Which in his cool. jersey with the, you know, those crazy shades that he wears. That's kind of his signature. You know, yeah. they're gritty and all over the neighborhood getting candy. It's like, all oh, right, yeah. that's cool, man. Oh, you know, yeah. But if I saw a grown man doing that, yeah, so I don't know. I think there's some, I'm sure there are parts of them as athletes that think like, okay, it's kind of cool, but. Then you hear like former pro athletes like on the bus and pod where they're they're just absolutely shredding them. Yeah, they're like they literally like they shred them alive, dude. Yeah, like dude, just do what you're doing. Wear a jacket, wear a hoodie, you know, yeah. like right. wear a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Be an adult. Yes. I'm just never like oh I don't know I just really since I've grown up since I've I think that frontal lobe kicked in about 25. And I was like, this is really isn't that cool anymore. No, no. Cause I, and I always felt like too, like I'd buy a Jersey and then that guy was off the team. That too. So then I was like, this isn't fun anymore. No. And then I see guys in their forties and they're like, I got a JJ Jersey. I got a Jordan Addison Jersey. 
And I'm like, he's 20 fucking years younger than you. Yeah. Go buy his card or something. Go yeah. buy the rookie card. Like, if that's the kind of, like, that's cool. Yeah, those aren't limited productions, man. Like, literally right. anybody can get those. Right. I got it when he was a rookie. That should mean something to you. No, it doesn't. And it shouldn't mean anything to you either. <laughs> You're a loser. Yeah. But anyways, I think the Lions fans are losers now. Um, also, mm-hmm. didn't love the Bills fans chucking snowballs at everybody tonight. I don't know if you noticed that at they all. They still had snow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's still tons <laughs> packed in there. Um, I think they all had to sit in their own seats this time, though. That's wild. You sent me that. I saw that. I didn't even think about, like, kind of what you were saying or what that meant right away, but just so last week, right, the game got moved um, to Monday due to a massive snowstorm. They couldn't clear everybody out, and so they couldn't clear it in time, so they just said, yeah, come on in. Sit wherever you want. You got to have a ticket to get in, but it's open seating. And I didn't hear that, but then they were panning the the field. I obviously saw it during the game, but – they're panning from the, the stands to the kick, the opening kickoff, right? And I could see a, what appeared to be an older couple in an argument with a younger dude. And I guarantee that this is two people that have had season tickets in those seats for 40 fucking years. Yep. And they got to their seats and they're like, what are you doing? Get out of my seats. Mm-hmm. And this, there's, you know, so drunk, it's shit wherever you want, which, yeah, I think would piss anybody off, right? I mean, like, that would, that's a, that's a wild move. I think it should be like, all right, upper deck, still upper deck, lower deck, lower deck, not just. Yeah, not hey, a free for all. Right. Hell no. Man. Hey, it's whatever. I'm going to the suites. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be, imagine having paid, let's just say, 2,000 bucks for, you know, first row 50 yard line seats. Oh fuck yeah! I didn't even think of like the dom like the value, and like uh, fuck on. As as someone who's, I mean, like this is the way the like the world works, right? When you start to uh, have a little bit more money, you spend your money on conveniences and to like make your life easier. So the guy who spent that much money on those tickets isn't there seven hours before kickoff. He's probably got premium parking, you know or he, she, right, like has premium parking. They've got, like, you know, clear TSA pre-check so they don't have to be there so early. And then they walk in and, like, the only seats available are, you know, top row. Fuck that. I'd be like, nah, I ain't going. I would have lost my mind on somebody. 100%. Like, the hell it is open seating. Like, are you going to refund me? (laughs) Better. Like, yeah, that's where I would have been. Lose a fan for me if you're doing that shit. Losing a lifetime fan. Yeah, and they don't care. I get it. They don't care. Somebody else will buy them, but man. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if you are spending money, I'm with you. I never thought about the money side until you said that. That was the first thing I thought of. Like, imagine paying for front row seats or, like, premium seats. Yeah. And you can't get them because that Bill's Mafia shows up, you know, two days before. And they're drunk right. as fuck, and they just stumble in there, and they're like, nah, I'm here now. Jumping through fire tables. Yeah, you're not getting them out of there. God, good call. Oh. Good call. Uh, and the, the second game on Saturday, 
What do we have? Niners, Niners, Packers, or bang, bang. Yeah, bang, bang, motherfuckers. Um, it's a little closer than I would have liked as a diehard, lifelong Niners fan. Correct. The rain, the rain slowed the best pass rush in the NFL down for a while, then they started moving. Uh, boy, uh, I got to text your brother to make sure we're still friends. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but like things got a little heated in the group chat. Uh, it was all just friend, friend banter. I do appreciate Galt riding and dying with me on that. Um, but everybody was like, just so in on Jordan love. And that's great. I think he had a good season. I said that a hundred times, but I'm so sick of the pre-order the fucking gold jacket talk. Yeah. There's a happy medium between. I think like. And I'm going to take the side of Mez and Justin here. Okay. Because I feel like Mez was on that side as well. Yeah. Um, there's some frustration on their part that there's no acknowledgement that he was good. And it didn't come out for a while. Right, it was it was either you were either saying Hall of Fame or sucks, and they were trying to say, well, no, like we get it, we're not saying he's Hall of Fame, but at the same time, like he's been playing pretty fucking good. Yeah, that would be incorrect, though. Okay, to quote to quote one of the texts in the last nine games, twenty touchdowns, one interception. That's pretty fucking good. No, yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying, like me saying. The, I said, so it all started where it said Mezendahl did the, I'm at the football game. I'm at the grocery store thing, which that commercial drives me up a wall. Yep. <laughs> and then I said, I'm putting a shotgun in my mouth because Jordan loves hall of fame bound. Mm -hmm. And then Ty said, I think Ben's right. We have another great, he said, great QB to deal with in green Bay. Was he serious? Yeah. Okay. And then I said, no, I really don't think that everyone is dick riding. I hate it. And then you said, he doesn't suck. Dalt said, he doesn't. He'll have a nice career. And then, how is the mass Singer still around? Which, side point, but I agree. <laughs> Ty said, he doesn't suck. He looked quite good, quite solid lately. Would hate to, for him to be good for the next 10 years. Justin said, he's going to be. Can't wait. I said, he doesn't suck. But do you think we can wait to order his gold jacket until his career is over? No. Right. That's what Dalt said. <laughs> and then I said, he's the best ever. I'll buy in with everybody else. And then I sent the video of him underthrowing on the wide open Luke yeah. Musgrave. And then it went from there. But I digress. I do think he was good. He played good. He had a good season. I was a little... I, I totally discredited PFF after last week. Okay. Jordan Love and CJ Stroud had the exact same stats last week. Mm. Like they were like to the number, almost like the exact same, right? Jordan Love had like a PFF grade of like, I think it's out of 100, and he was at like a 92.8. And oh. CJ Stroud had a 72. He's like, oh, what's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference here, right? It's because he's a Packers quarterback and he's having a good year, and I believe that. And that's where I hate the sports media. Yeah. Yeah, as a disillusioned Vikings fan, it's traumatic 
to see him be good. That's all I'll say. That's yeah, that's that's fine. I agree with that. And so there's some slant. There's definitely some slant from my perspective, right? Of like seeing him be decent and then just your worst fears, right? right. You know, I think everybody uh, that is a Vikings fan really hoped it was going to be crash and burn for him, and it it wasn't, which right. is not what we want to see. <laughs> no, and I think I'm just like really, I just get extremely frustrated. With like, like I said, with the dick riding, that's what it is. Like on that whole, like anytime, like a team is just like, a, I feel like a flash in the pan, right? Mm-hmm. Like at one point last night, they compared Jordan to love to Pat Mahomes. And I was like, all right, let's fucking calm down. Can we like one guy is going to his sixth straight AFC championship game. And the other guy just played a second playoff game. Right. Let's. Let's slow the roll a little bit, right? Sure. And then I talked about all the how all the wide receivers are probably the next great, and each one of them led the team. Like, I was like, all right, I get it. Like, these guys are the best ever. They book them to win by a million every week. Well, and that, I think that was Collinsworth's game, right? No, that was Greg Olson. And I couldn't uh, be more wrong on the fucking announcers. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth was today at, <laughs> for the Lions and the Bucks. Jesus. Yeah. Did I watch a football game? It doesn't sound like it, actually. <laughs> Good recap, Jeff. Christ on crutches. Yeah. Oh, man. I wasn't listening. I was watching that game in a movie theater. What movie did you go to? Uh, we went to see Wonka. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't know it was a musical. Oh. So it came out again, or you went to the old one? No, the new one. Oh, I don't know. There was anyone. Timothy Chalamet. Sure. So, yeah, I just sat there with a Ham's beer and watched the game on my phone while that movie was going on. Nice. Shout out me. Shout out you. <laughs> um, so, I didn't really pay attention to who the announcer was, but I know that's his That's his M.O., Collinsworth's M.O., is comparing him to it, it just constant comparisons. Right. Ugh. It's that's that's my big thing. That's my big thing. Yeah. And if he's if he's that good, that's that's great. That sucks for the Vikings, but I just I can't stand it, man. <laughs> can't yeah. stand it. Right, 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 right. Uh, and then the first game, which I was super hopeful for, and started out great. Texans Ravens. Um, they hung with them for a half, but then man, Baltimore. Oof. Flexing those muscles. Fucking hell, man. That's a team. Yeah, they're good. Uh, unfortunately, the script's been released, so we know it's going to be purple versus red in the Super Bowl. So I wouldn't even turn on your TVs next week. I mean, we shouldn't even have watched this week. We knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Very wild that the NFL would just be like, all right, the number one seeds. There would be no drama in the playoffs. So that's – it fits – I mean, it fits the narrative, you know? Fair, so, fair, fair. Um, but now I'm excited. I – I, I agree. I, I didn't watch all of that game either. I missed a portion of the earlys. Um, watched the second half, and they just flexed on him. And CJ Stroud's young, and I think true rookie, he, he looked really good all year. I mean, he looked really good all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. He I'm looked good in that to, game. Huh? He looked good in that game. He just. No, he did, right. And then the second half, they're just like, hey, we're actually a lot better than everybody else yeah. in the Texas. They just didn't have the horses to keep up, man. That defense just kept coming. You know, Houston's 
Houston's line couldn't hold up long enough <laughs> to yeah. give that kid any time. Man, they're gonna be they're gonna be good. I, I uh, if you're a Texans fan, the future's bright. That's for sure. Get some sunglasses. <sighs> Gotta wear shades, man. Gotta wear shades. Got anything else on the NFL? Um, no. I mean, I I don't know. It doesn't matter now because it's over. But I sent you the clip. But I guess there's a couple things on the NFL. We'll start here. I sent you the clip of the radio host in Milwaukee on ninety four one ESPN. Mm-hmm. Do you watch that? I didn't. I I thought that was the guy who said, "Let's take some extra shots at Brock Purdy." Yeah, where he's like, "Let's yeah, mm-hmm. let's, let's let's take a fifteen yarder." Yeah, I think that's bad karma. That's that's just stupid shit to say. Also, against like the best and deepest D line in the league, really dumb. I mean, we saw what the and maybe did we talk about this on Friday? I think we did. You touched on it a little bit. Yep. So uh, won't totally recap, but uh, that was pretty wild to hear somebody like legit say like, "Let's take a quarterback out of a game." I just felt that was insane. Um. And then fans part two, um, part one, uh, I sent you a video of a Packers fan mm-hmm. and he said lots of wheeze. Yes. And then he even said, I have lost to the Pat than 49ers X amount of times in my life. And I thought, boy, you have not. Um, I did comment on that video, and I said, when did you play for the Packers? And he didn't respond, so I don't think he did. Um, just insane. And then the dumbest thing of all time, and somebody had to tweet it and make it and said this would be the coolest thing ever. Oh, my God, I just want to rip these people to shred. This is why I hate the Lions, Jeff, right here. Uh, if the not if the Lions make it to the Super Bowl, Lions fans are suggesting that they sign Barry Sanders to a one day contract and get him in the game so he can play in the Super Bowl as he so rightly deserves to play in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what dumb. a make a wish life people live. Yeah, for a millionaire. Yeah, for somebody. Who played in the NFL? Yeah, like he's fine. You know what I mean? Like he's widely acknowledged as like one of the two or three best running backs to ever play the game. Ever. Of all time, right? right? And you know, it'd be like, hey, let's let's uh let's re-sign, let's just somebody sign Charles Barkley to a one day contract so he can sit on the bench and get a ring for whatever team's about to win. Like what are we doing? Like that, or hey, let's sign Marino. That or I would really love to see fucking Fran Tarkington's old ass go out and take the knee as the Vikings win the Super Bowl because he deserves it. He deserves it, folks. Which is great as a crazy thing to throw around deserves, which I don't love. Not a word I love. Nope. Not a lot of people deserve anything but shit. To be honest, uh, but. Uh, yeah, that's sports. You don't deserve shit. You earn it. You didn't earn one. Like, sorry, Barry. He sucked. Sorry. Yeah. That's a tough look, I guess. I don't know. There's a reason he just walked away. Mm-hmm. Like, God, these guys suck. Um, 
I just hate fans, dude. Fans. I know this. I this fans are the worst. Like fan fans. I love realistic fans that understand. I'm a fan. I'm giving money for some enjoyment. But the team doesn't care about me. Correct. Correct. That should be your attitude. Yep. Should be your attitude, man. Because if it's not, woof. You're a loser. You do dumb shit like that. So hopefully, man, I think I'm all in on the lines now. I'd love to see Barry Sanders' old ass run out there like the new Doritos commercial with Jerry Rice and Dan Marino and Emmett Smith and Randy Moss. It's a terrible commercial. It's terrible. Absolutely it is. But that's what I want to see now. I think every team that ever wins the Super Bowl, if they had ever had a great or considered a great on their team, they should sign them to a one-day contract and have to put them in the game so they can get a ring. Let's give everybody rings. Right. Oh, but now you got to come out of the Hall of Fame because you played. Play. we got to wait five more years. Do you know what they usually do? They just say, hey, Barry, we ordered an extra one of these. Right. Sorry, we never could get it done when you were here. Right. We did it now. You're a major part of this organization. We love you. So lame. It's so lame. So lame. Bunch of dorks. Dweebs. Dweebs. Hey, were you a big ice fisher, man? At one point, I was. At one point, I was. Um, it's always a good time. Going out on the ice, throwing in a lipper. A pretty scary experience. Uh, once ice fishing. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I was out with uh, one of my good friends, Ben Brown. Uh, we had drilled a bunch of holes on Amber Lake. And they're all like 10, 11 inches. And we're like, all right, yeah, we're good. So we're starting to set up. Uh, there's, we knew, but we didn't know where, but there's some natural springs in Amber Lake. Okay. And, uh, Benny, I mean, literally right next to where he just drilled a eight-inch hole, nine-inch hole, uh, stepped a foot to the left and went through. And uh, he was up and out real fast, and then we just drove over to Hall and fished that day. Uh, but it was like, it was. I mean, it was intense. I mean, it was, you know, early. I think it was probably like, you know, mid-afternoon, sun was still up. Uh, but it was pretty intense. I mean, I got that got the fucking blood going, dude. Yeah. Like, and I've never. And he moved quick. He went through, and it was just like boom. He pulled himself up. It was, it was, it was quick. So, um, holy shit. Yep, it was all good. Um, but yeah, it's uh, took your brother ice fishing once, and he shit his pants quite a bit because uh, it was like if you go out. Usually when like the sun's at its highest, so two thirty, three o'clock mm-hmm. uh, in the in the wintertime, it the it'll make ice. Um and then there'll be like cracks will run onto your feet or you'll hear ice being formed and it kinda sounds like if you took a piece of steel and like, you know, wobbled it back and forth. Like oh that. yeah, it's just it echoes across the whole lake. So we were down on Iowa Lake and we walked over with the brown boys and then your brother and we walked out. Um, and there was no open water when we were on the, <laughs> on the ice and just, you know, not a big outdoorsy guy, uh, but we, uh, we were ice fishing it was making all kinds of ice and a couple cracks ran like right under our feet and they were pretty big. And even like the Browns were like, yeah, I don't really love that. Like, it's just intense and 
you're not catching anything either, right? And so we're like, all right, we're out of here. And we opened the tent up, and there was no open ice. And literally, I don't know, 15, 20 feet from us, I bet 100 foot part of open ice had just opened up in front of us, and there was water. <laughs> and we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> So I don't know how much longer we would have sat there and we just would have been, you know, swimming on Iowa Lake. Holy but, shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, it was a fun thing to do. Um, obviously, don't do it anymore. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I enjoy ice fishing. Uh, it's pretty hardcore. You got to love fishing, though. right? Like, That's what I think, man. Like, I, uh, I'm not a fisherman. Right? So, hand up. I admit that. Right? Like, I just don't. I don't. It's too boring for me. Sure. Um, I've never, I've never, it's just, it never hit me. My dad never took me, right? So it's like, it's not a thing that I have like this bond to or anything. Um, and man, we, when we were seniors, we, we built like a 12 by 12 ice house. Yeah. Like Hell a legit yeah. one, dude. Like it's on skids, uh, you know, framed, we insulated that thing, you know, like we had a couch in there tables we had heat we heated that thing like we just that was our we would go out there and drink right and man but i i remember being out there and like we're all having a good time and holy shit like when those things would when that crack would hit yeah or something would shift right and it's just it's just like fuck that's terrifying pass me another you know natural light or natty ice right whatever the hell it was man it was it was scary and uh that's also the only place i've ever ridden a snowmobile like legitimately was on a on a lake uh hall and i was gunning it and i must have hit something and all of a sudden i just started doing like 360s across the ice i got off that bitch and i walked it back i walked back to the ice cast or the ice house and i threw the keys to his name is John Wooleater. I threw him to Wooleater. I was like, your snowmobile's out there, dude. I ain't fucking getting on that bitch again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of really good ice ice fishing memories, uh, especially with the Brown Boys, Hank and Ben. I spent a lot of time in the wintertime ice fishing with those guys. Uh, yeah. Lots, lots of good times, man. Lots of good times. Yeah, and that's what it seems like more than anything is just like a place to go, like drink, oh, yeah. you know, and hang out. And then, like, right. well, I, I'm an adult now, and there are bars. I can do that. So, right. I'm going to do that instead. <laughs> yeah, I never wanted to do like the big ice fishing trips, you know, like I yeah. still have friends like that go up to, um, uh, like Lake of the Woods mm-hmm. or something like that and do those, and you're, Literally seven miles out on the ice. Mm-mm. And I mean, if something goes wrong, you're fucked. Like, let's just say what, what it is, you're dead, right? Uh, yeah, good luck. That doesn't seem like a whole lot of fun to me. No. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was always fun. Uh, yeah. But you got you got another take on ice fishing? No, no. It's just, it's not my thing. It's just, you yeah. know, so when Dalt sends a snap of like what, his birthday present to himself, right? Uh, a little portable pop-up freaking ice castle. Man, I don't know. I just, it's yeah. not my thing. Didn't know where you stood on it. It's interesting. Um, 
stay safe out there, Dalt. No ice is ever safe, as Ben has said twice now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Uh, it is a thing. Um, and obviously, you know, unfortunately, um, some guys I played or I coached, uh, Grenada, they were in a ice house and they were sleeping in it. And uh, the they didn't have like a CO2 detector in there. And one of their girlfriends passed away a couple of years ago. Um, Jesus. So, I mean, like, there's some really, like, bad shit. You got to crack a window, right? Like, you got to let oxygen go in and out. Um, and it's some really, I mean, there's been some very terrible accidents that have happened around ice fishing. I'm sure people are like, Jesus, this is, like, the most anti-ice fishing thing ever. But I will say I've had so much fun, and especially with the Brown Boys, man, we would never really go out. We might take a couple beers, but it was not like a go get drunk kind of thing, like, we were out there to fish and chew and laugh. Like we, we were ripping lippers, right? Like just talking about it makes me just want to pack a lip full of grizzly right now. Like, <laughs> it just was, um, it was, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I understand why I don't, but the, the thing that sucks is like this year, if you're a big ice fish guy, there's no way. No. You know, like it's been way too warm for y'all back mm-hmm. home. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's There's just, some places I'd like to, I think, bucket list go ice fishing on Devil's Lake in North Dakota. Okay. There are spots of that lake that have consumed small communities or farms. Um, and it's like just over flooded. So you can fish out there in the summertime. Even you can drive out there with a boat. But in the wintertime, there's pictures of guys like fishing next to barn tops, just drilling holes. That's wild. So I just think that'd be sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to get ton on the ice sometime. <laughs> I would say good luck after this. Yeah, for sure. She's probably like, fuck no, never. Uh, but I think it'd be fun. I do think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Winter games, we'll have to do a winter game sometime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. Oh, man. Good luck, Dalt. Yeah, stay safe, please. Please. Oh shit! What next? What what should we do next? You got blocked from a Facebook group? Oh, this is good. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so on my most recent episode of GPYNM, I had Brittany Kowicki on, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Paramount City Council member. Great episode, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it was fun. It was good conversation. I had a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of really good feedback on it. So I, I did have a blast and I appreciate her doing it still. Um, but I mentioned in that episode that there was a Facebook group ran by an idiot, right? I don't know if you heard me because I was like, this is Ben Samf talking. This is not Brittany Quiggy. Like this is me, so, you know, make sure I wasn't trying to get her in trouble. So she had then posted that episode to her and I even said it in the episode. I think I was like, you know, I'm excited for him to listen to it. Hopefully he shares it to his page with some negative words so I can get a couple more clicks, you know? Um, yeah. Bad press is good press. That's, that's the truth. And uh, so she had posted it to her like city council member Facebook page, right? Whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. Had a great time on the pod with Bennett. Like, was, you know, so thankful I did it and great conversation. Go check out his other pods. And so I was like, oh boy, she posted it. I wrote back a little thank you. And I was like, for sure, this is going to be on the City of Lakes. 
So I went to the Facebook page. The Facebook page is called City of Lakes Open Discussion. I went to that page on my personal Facebook, and I could not find it anywhere. So then I hopped over to the GPYNM Facebook page, searched it up, and it's there. And then I went to uh, – Ton had just woke up. I was like, hey, can you open up Facebook real quick? I want to see something. <laughs> so we looked it up from hers. And, uh, yeah, so Todd Smith, a resident of Sherburn, Minnesota, uh, I know he's not listening to this one, maybe he is, but uh, guy looks like an obese child T-Rex, uh, if I had to put it to somebody lightly. He's about five foot seven, and his arms come out this far. Uh, he, uh, he, he blocked me from the open discussion <laughs> Facebook group, which I just thought it was hilarious. Um, Cause sometimes I think that you and I really don't think like a lot of people listen to this or pay attention to what we say. And then to know that I really got, I heard his feelings and he doesn't want me to see his stuff anymore. So uh, Todd, you got a couple more Facebook groups to block buddy. If you're going to block me from seeing everything, but um, I stand by what I, what I said. And I think he's an idiot still. And it just was, your sister even reached out. She's like, let me see this loser Facebook page. And so I sent it to her. Wow. So it was good. It was good stuff, man. I, I laughed. It was a really good, really good laugh on a Wednesday morning. So, Hell yeah. That's hilarious and sad. What a soft, surprisingly soft human. Yeah, not so much on on the open discussion either. Pretty close. I better change the name of his Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. It's not open. Right. Agree so, with me or else. I I am the censurer. That's right. What? I mean, he does. I, I think he thinks in his brain um, that he's Tucker Carlson or something because he'll always post stuff like uh, my sources say. And it's like, you don't have any sources. You heard it from somebody else who doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Right. Come on. Jeez. Yeah. So if anybody sees, maybe Todd posted about me now. I haven't checked. So I'd love to see it. I'd love to have an open discussion with Todd Smith. If somebody could line that up. City of Lakes open discussion. Yeah, it'll pop up for you. I want to look this up now. City of Lakes open discussion. There it is. Yep. The real? Is it the real? Nope, nope, nope. That that was the one that says... Has oh, there like we a, go. Open discussion, city of Fairmont, Minnesota. This page will uncover Fairmont, Minnesota, that one. Yep. That's yes. the one. Let's see. I'm not seeing anything on you yet. Nope, me either. I'm a couple days back. I'm looking at it from another page. Don't let them know. But I just thought it was hilarious. Um... Boy, it just was uh, real soft for the guy. Seriously. Charmin. Charmin level soft. Yeah, it is. Yeah, ask me. Then he shits on like the Youth Hockey Association all the time. And he's always like, the Fairmont boys and girls hockey team suck. We should just close up the arena. He's just one of those people that's like, you know, like I said on that pod, like, I don't know if I'll ever move back to Fairmont or not, truthfully. Probably not, right? But um, it's just one of those things where it's like, 
okay, just let it go. And we talked about all the people that don't want things. And here's a guy that's just like anti fucking everything. So. Wow. What so, yeah, dude, he's a hard on. He has a hard on for the fucking Fairmont Youth Hockey Association. Oh yeah, dude, he's trying to burn it to the fucking ground because they get to have they have they do pull tabs. That's part of his problem to raise money for the association. But the county owns the arena, and then they get special privileges in the winter time. And I know people that have worked on the association, the hockey association, all that shit. I'm sure, people are listening. To this. They got to work all those events. Like, it's not like the fucking city workers show up at the hockey arena every time there's a hockey game. They got to find people to run the concession stand, do security, just like every high school event. They The school rents the arena, or maybe the arena is finally like, you know what, the school doesn't have to pay for it. We'll get sponsors to pay for it. But where else should they go, Todd? Should we just cut sports? It's insane. And then he, he's shitting on Andy Trado. Like, mm-hmm. it's, oh, man. It's hilarious. What a t- what a tool. These people are the worst. I mean It's it it's frustrating because I feel like you know, people who like dig and find out malfeasance, like that's yeah. that's important. Right, yes. but to just shit on to shit on, uh, right. without seemingly like, what is your goal here? Right. All right. So, are you going to join the the hockey association, right, and try and make some change, or are you just like trying to throw them under the bus and like pointing out, pulling out random people and no. you know? Uh, <sighs> he just shits on to shit on, man. And I saw he has a he has an email on there. Should I send him an email? Say, hey Todd, let's have an open discussion. <laughs> you should, dude, for for GPYNM, right? Just be like, I'd love to have you on to offer your take on things, man. Yeah. See what's what. Like, I don't think that would go well for me. I should probably stick. I'm not. I mean, I'm a pretty confrontational person um, for the most part. So yeah. you don't hold your tongue. No. No. No, not at all. So I don't think that would be one for, I mean, maybe we'll just record it and we'll just uh, have it for laughs, you know? There you go. The guy probably couldn't even get fucking Zoom to work, let's be real. So, but God forbid the kids got somewhere to play hockey. Yeah. Like, I I just, it just blows my mind because you live in a major, a larger community now and I do obviously as well, not to drag this out, but do you just imagine something like that in Rogers? Or somebody was like, shut the school sports down. Yeah, it. you get some of that at times. I mean, I look, I would say, like, this guy's voice is fucking small, right? Yeah, for sure. Nobody's listening to this shit. Uh, he's just shouting into the void. Um, we get some of that. I mean, I'm on the baseball board, right? Like, we, we have money on hand. We have to pay the schools for use of the fields and so on. And, you know, like... Yeah, I think it just probably puts everything into relative, exp- like, like, like you know, kind of like the mean tweets I got, sure this year during football, right? 
Yeah. Like for the first time in my life, like people were upset with my play call. So they fucking tweeted at me instead of just like saying, Hey, you piece of shit or <laughs> you know, talking around town. Like, right. I just think it's uh, obviously like relative to scale. So you're probably right. And I think, and I'm not probably right. I know you're right. Cause I know we have that here too. And then everybody's like, all right, go piss off. There's 5 million people here. So mm-hmm. that's but funny. I just, it was great to see making uh, waves. That's right. So the pod has a little more impact than we think, and I clearly <laughs> hurt somebody's feelings. So. <laughs> he didn't even name him on it either. That's a silly. No, I just said there's an idiot that runs a Facebook group. And he fucking knew. I mean. Right. It could have been like one of 20. Yeah, well, at least he knows he's an idiot. So. <laughs> Classic. Good for you. Good for you. That was great. Oh, what else, man? What do you want to talk about next? Uh, well, I got to pull up your thing because we ran a million things of mine here. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do you think about uh, this is back to kind of football, I guess. Actually, JK, I want to do this because I don't know where we're at. You got a line on there that says Ben Jack pod review. Yeah. You said you had some things you wanted to share or discuss or whatever on Friday. So I figured... You know, let's let you fire off. <laughs> I just, uh, I just uh, appreciated the subtle jab over the j- backhanded Jake's pizza comment. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm driving to Tucson. And I'm like, all right, John. Even she was listening. I think on Wednesday when it came out, and she's like, "Do you listen to the episode with Jack yet?" And I was like, "No, not yet. I'm gonna listen tomorrow, and I gotta drive to Tucson." She's like, oh, there's something in there about Jake's Pizza. You'll laugh. And then you guys got there. What's your favorite pizza? And then I'm like, all right. Had, you know. Hey, he, the boy had an opinion. He had a lot of opinions. It seemed a little cursed. I mean, no. it seemed like he really pulled that opinion out of him. Well, yeah, I just... It wasn't on his tongue. It wasn't. Jack was not ready to list off Jake's Pizza. But you're like, remember that really good pizza place? And where my uh, went I know you didn't say that. You didn't say that, but it uh, it just cracked me up. And overall, dude, it was really good. I'm glad you did that. Um, you said, well, did you say that live on pod about Jen listening? Uh, and she's like a year behind. And I said a year ago where I'm like, hey, I know you don't want to solicit your church, tr- yeah. tr- but you should have him on. Yes. Yeah. Um, so. I think I told you that after once, right? Um, yeah, like I was going to do it with him. And then, because she started listening to the Back to Evens, right? Yeah. So I think like one of our fifth or sixth episodes, you had mentioned like you should have him on to do it. Like it'd be kind of fun. And I was like, that's so random that like I'm going to do one with Jack like tomorrow or whatever. And you're yeah. listening to the episode where you're talking about it. Uh, and it, no, it was super fun, man. Super cool to do it. So many people reached out and they were like, Oh, it's so cool. It was cool. You could tell he got loose as it went to mm-hmm. just like he was talking with them and just funny to like, don't, I don't talk to a lot of eight. I mean, what he's 10, right? Mm-hmm. Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 10. Don't talk to a lot of 10 year olds. As and you not, shouldn't. Yeah. Right. But I'm just saying like, be weird if you did. really yeah. like, brought you back into the mind space where you were when you were 10. Right. And all the, the all the things that mattered. For sure. Uh, and they don't matter at all. 
right? Like that was my favorite part. Like in the grand scheme of life, everything that matters to Jack doesn't matter. No. And, that's, and I think that was the biggest like takeaway. Like it's to protect the innocence of a child. Like it was great. Um, I, I said on Friday, loved wild, but loved his disdain towards the Baltimore Ravens. It's so uh, crazy. I, I, I had to ask him, man, like, because you're not the only one. Like, a lot of people were like, what did the Ravens do to Jackson? Out of all the teams, too, like, if he was like, you know what, fuck the Bears. Like, oh, man, like, all right, Jack, yeah. 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 I don't like him either. But he's like, dude, I hate the Ravens. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So what did he say? So, because, uh, like, my sister called him. Because uh, my sister yeah. used to work for him. Right. Oh, right. And she's like, what's going on here? Like, what's the deal, dude? Um, and I was asking him and he's like, you know, I don't know. I just don't like him. Right. And it's just, I get it. Like when you're a kid, uh, it's, it's the, the weirdest things can shape your perception. So he could never come up with an answer. And I'm like, what, it, what's the deal with Mark Andrews? He's like, I don't know. I just don't like him. Dad. <laughs> he called, he called OBJ a diva. Um, Fair perspective. Yeah. That's- He's a he's a whiny crybaby and all of those things, um, and he's like, I guess I don't hate Lamar. He's like, I don't know, I just don't want to root for him. He's like, it's sad about you know like his number eight. I was like, what's the deal with that? He's like, well, he wears number eight because like his dad died when he was eight years old. Damn, Jack. I was like, Jesus Christ! Life. Like, how do you know this shit, dude? He knows so, and I have no idea if that's true or if he heard it from some rando on a YouTube video. No clue. Um, Yeah, he just, it's just weird. He's like, it's just not my team, Dad. It's just not my, I was like, all right, man, that's cool. That's cool. That's great. That was just wild. I'm really thrown back. I want to find out why, I'm going to Google right now. Why does Lamar wear number eight? Uh, Again, makes me think of eight year, 10 year old myself. Knowing every small dumb right. football fact that clearly doesn't matter to anything. No, and everybody'd be like, "Why do you know that?" It's like because that's the most important thing in my life is NFL football. That I know it all. Just used to read the back of sports cards, dude. Like I didn't read books. That nope. was for nerds, right? I just loved hearing it, man. It was, it was, it was good. Yeah. That's hilarious. I want to. I do want to know why more. We got to pry on the. We got to pry on the Mark Andrews thing. Yeah, because I feel like Mark Andrews really isn't even like a an integral part of that team anymore. I mean, he just got hurt this year. I mean, otherwise, yeah, he would be for sure. Oh, okay. Early on, I thought uh, I. Was, so Jack is incorrect on Lamar wearing eight because his dad died when he was eight, which <laughs> makes me feel a little better. Um, his mom told him the number eight stands for new beginnings in the Bible. So Jackson stuck with it for the symbolism. Jackson became, became Heisman trophy winner with number eight. He wore number seven in high school. So, okay. So just a little off, just a little off. Um, (laughs) yeah, that was, uh, I can't, I can't wait to bring that up to him. Yeah, I mean, just record it, would you? Because I just want to know. I mean, like, I'm sure he heard that somewhere. I'm not, I don't think Jack's a lie. I'm sure that he legitimately heard that, like you said, from some idiot on YouTube or something. Yep. 
Let's, let's go have an open discussion with that guy. He's feeding bullshit into the brains of the youth. Yeah, he, he used to watch these stupid YouTube shorts. I mean, and it's just like TikTok, right? You go on those, and they're like chopped up things. And he's scrolling them, and I'm sure he came across like, oh, why I hate the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, somebody's going through all this dumb shit about them, and someone said that, and it's not true, even in the slightest, apparently. It's hilarious. Um but no, not true. Not true at all. Okay. So. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Sticking on. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Stick on Jack. I got to hear this. Yeah. So <laughs> we haven't got a lot of snow this year, right? And I have three dogs, two of which take mountains of shit, right? Yeah, they're, this, they're horses, house horses. Fucking hell, man. Uh, they take huge dumps, dudes. Um, listening Big audience. Poops. Big poops for these two. And uh, I, if you live up in the Midwest, like the winter is your reprieve from scooping dog shit. Because right. you get a layer of snow, it covers it up, you don't have to think about it. And then in the spring, you, yeah, you got to deal with it all in the spring, but you can take like four months off. Well, we have gotten like zero snow, so like, it's just been piling up out there, and the kids were bored one day, and so we were like, all right, go outside and scoop poop. And in the midst of his scooping of the poop, uh, he broke the pooper scooper because <laughs> it's all frozen to the ground, and he was, like, trying to hit it with it, and so it kind of yeah. it snapped in half. Um, nice. And I was like, well, don't worry about it, man. We'll order a new one. Well, he was determined to pick up the dog poop, which I, you know, absolutely respected. Uh, he was like, no, I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. I'm like, I don't know how you're going to do that, dude. And I just let him go. Um, he came in and he's holding his gloves up. I'm like, and my wife and I are like, what are you doing? He's like, I picked up all the dog poop. And I was like, how? He's like, well, I, I would kick it and break it free. And then I'd pick it up and throw it over the fence. And we were like, what? He's like, yeah, I was just chucking, <laughs> chucking poop over the fence like it was a rock. It's like, no. We're like, don't touch anything. <laughs> hey, check out my poop hands. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, Jackson, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, what? I got it done. I was like, I Thanks, son. Uh, please go burn those gloves now. <laughs> yeah, get rid of those. Uh, resourceful. I'll give him that. That's great. Dude. Found Jack, a way to get it done. Loosening up the cannon, throwing frozen turds over the yeah, fence. Just testing the arm. You know what? That's what it was too. Like he oh, just. He's like, oh, I chucked that one a long ways. <laughs> so. Not to out the Heinrich fan, but is that standard operating procedure? Just toss the shit over the fence, or oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, dude, I'm not. What am I supposed to do with it? I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. What I, I assume, throw it away. But that's just going into a dump. Like, who cares? Like, it's right? Yeah. Fertilizer. Yeah, I, yeah. No, it's it's fine. I just. You got nothing behind you. It's, just it's a huge prayer. open field of right. unmowed grass. Right. Uh, weeds, hay, whatever. Somebody comes by and turns it into hay twice a summer. Um, so, yeah, I just I chuck it over the fence, too. Fuck no, that's that, man. cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it. I just, 
thought maybe that was part of like the I just fucking broke it free and tossed her over the fence. <laughs> yeah, I mean he did what I do in a sense, except yeah. I don't use my hands. <laughs> right. I use a dog pooping scooping tool. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the shit shoveling adventures continue at the Heinrich House. I love it, dude. Unreal. Hell yeah. Unreal. Hell yeah. Well, you're wearing uh, Bama. Yeah. A Bama a sweatshirt. Did you see the story of this Bama tax? Yeah, a little bit of it. I did. So, similar to, you know, City of Lakes open discussion, there's a board uh, for Bama fans. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. I'm not going to look it up. But somebody posted. Don't give a piss about nothing but the tie. <laughs> um. But somebody posted on there is like, hey, guys, you know, Saban's gone. We got to make sure the program stays strong. And I'm paraphrasing. Got to make sure the program stays strong. Yeah. So it is now imperative that you give 10% of your earnings to the Alabama football program. Uh, basically, fuck your church. Your church has enough money. They've been around for ages. Church doesn't need it anymore. Bama football needs it. It's all that matters. Give to Bama. Give to Bama. Give to Bama. Hey, and that's why they're the best, man. That's why the SEC do what it do, baby. All right? I do love the transition in your voice. Um, I mean, I feel like we just got to talk like that the whole time we talk all about right. Bama. Yeah, I mean, why not? Roll him tied, brother. Tied. Uh, I do think, Jeff... Uh, Bama's destination fucked. Uh, did you hear the guy call in to Paul Feinbaum? No, which I think you sent that to me. Yeah. I forgot to put it on the notes, but we're on Bama, and it just popped into my brain here. All right. Uh, I think, I think, and this is probably going to come as not a big shock to people, but I think a lot of people in probably, I'm going to guess, more rural parts of Alabama, maybe not sure who won the Civil War. Well, it's still going on, Ben. Right. All right. It has not been settled. But they called, and it's funny because Nick Saban also, I mean, West Virginia. Right. There's a connection. Right. Um, so... But they call this guy called in and said, Paul, can you believe they hired a fucking Yankee to come down here and coach this? This guy's from South Dakota, Paul. Unreal. What, is, what does he know about coaching football in the South, Paul? Mm. Which if you ever get a chance to listen to the Paul Feinbaum show when people <laughs> are calling in. Something boy, else is special. Boy. It's special, man. When you it listen is to Paul. Special. So, uh, I just thought that was incredibly crazy. Uh, they do need to give a ton of money to their collective because everybody's bouncing. Uh, yeah. So, so here it is. All right. You going to read it to us? Yeah. BamaOnline.com. Which, why wouldn't it be? BamaOnline.com. What? Uh, by, a post by Saban Country. He is a member. All right. You should be donating 10% of your salary pre-tax to Yeah, Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Stop tithing if you need to until we dig our way out. 
We are in a crisis, all caps. Your church will be fine. If it's not, you can join another. Football is religion in Alabama, and it's time to prove it. Liked by Omar66, Bama Lizard, Bama, <laughs> Bama Paints, and 56 others. Wow. Uh, I got one thing to say to that, Jeff. Roll damn tide. Blitz, Bama Blitz. That's right, baby. Uh, damn. It used to be like, yeah, everybody would be like, hey, God family or faith family football, you know? <clears throat> not now, Alabama. Not, not in Tuscaloosa. Probably right. family. No. Football, right, football. Mm, if it's not football, you need to readjust your priorities. All right. We are in a hole. I'm just saying there's a word that starts with an I. That seems to take place in the state of Alabama. Sexually. <laughs> I didn't think you were going there. Incest. Yep. <laughs> so I think they're probably rolling family football faith. That's what I'm saying. That's fair. That's fair. And that's, that's coming from a Bama fan, Jeff. Right. Right. You got the gear. You're... You're in. That's right. As a Yankee Bama fan, uh, it's a tough look. It's a tough look. That's crazy to say that. That's crazy to say that out loud. I feel like I was real close to getting struck down by lightning right there. Um, Hey, you got to be careful. What was his name again? What was his username? Saban Country. Saban Country. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, brother. Preach it. I wish we could find us a saving country and get him on the pod. I bet we could do some digging. We could join that that their website. We'd call him with these accents to see if he buys it. <laughs> Absolutely. <he would. laughs> these are probably it. so far off from <laughs> They is for sure, Jeff, but you just got to keep going. Praise Dale, raise hell, you know? Hey, Amen. Uh, do you think they type in HTTPS? Colon, colon backslash backslash. Yeah, they bet they does, huh? Yeah, well, especially when you're giving out, you know, website addresses. Yeah, right. You don't want to confuse them without those. No. What do you think the dial-up is like there? Uh, that might be up to 126, 20, 28k. All right. We ain't got fiber. We ain't got fiber. No, they ain't. It's a simple life when you ain't get, don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Praise Jesus. You ever seen Willie? No. He don't wear no shoes. Mm. He goes, and he don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. Okay? And he wants Bama to blitz, Bama blitz. And blitz them when they on offense and blitz them when they on defense and blitz them on special teams. All of them. But... Yeah, they're in trouble. I mean, we are in trouble, right? Like that's we talked about it, right? Uh, Isaiah Bond, he went to he went to fucking Texas. Yeah. What are we doing about that? You know, who else transferred out? Caden Proctor went to Iowa. Fucking, he was a piece of shit anyway. 
That's right. He don't want to score no more touchdowns. That's what he said. Jeez. He said he stick all them points being put on yeah. the board. He's moving to Iowa. Have fun. He's going to be in my Hawkeye. Have fun finishing eighth in your conference. Second hey, shit. He ain't even going to win no games at Iowa. Because other teams score more points. Um, they had a safety, all-world safety transfer to Ohio State. Okay. I'm uh, glad we're uh, done Josh, with the voices now. Josh Downs. Yeah, I can only do it for so long. I like to. <laughs> I like to do it sometimes, but not for long. I just kept... I just kept feeling like something stupid was going to slip out of my mouth. No, you do feel <laughs> a little less edumacated when it, you talk. It feels like you're on the the edge. Yeah, of saying something that you should. <laughs> that you are going to regret. <laughs> that you ain't all to be saying, right? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. I think I did see also Kalen brought over his center from Washington. Mm-hmm. He's a Swaro kid, actually. Shout out. Uh, Swaro Scottsdale. He transferred to Alabama. Uh, just, I mean, just, I guess I didn't really think like the fallout would be that big. Like, those are some pretty, I, here's the deal. Bama's still going to get dudes. For sure. uh, but I think it just really goes to show how many dudes were literally just going to go play for Saban. That's kind of my big mind blow there is like it was I'm gonna go play for Nick Saban. Like everybody's just like Bama, 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 but he didn't really realize I mean, I know how much Nick Saban means there, but just kind of a surprise, you know. Yeah, because there's like the modern day coaches, and I don't think you would have ever thought of him as one, right? That was gonna win the, the the new young athletes over with his personality. And so clearly he, you know, I mean, obviously he did. And as you should, right? Like it's a combo of things, right? Like I love the school, they're successful, and I really like the coach, right? We didn't, coach. Know, didn't come here to play no school. We came here to play football. You like the location then? Fine. Where the school is located. <laughs> I don't think anybody loves Tuscaloosa. No, I find the facilities, man. I don't fucking know, man. Like, <laughs> I think like 99% of the people now clearly went there as a business decision. I go to Bama. I probably have a better chance of going pro than anywhere else, well, which is true. <clears throat> if you went to Bama and you played for four years, you won a national title. Under yeah, 100%. Uh, it's crazy. Jason Austin, sir, I think that's how you say his last name. He's from Minnesota. He was the number two center uh, in his class. And he was down to Bama and Minnesota. And I was like, holy shit. But then he went to Bama and he's like, I always wanted to go to Bama. And he didn't play until his senior year, like the last four weeks. Somebody got hurt and he started four games at guard. And he probably played six years in the league. That's crazy. And he started four games or five games maybe at Bama. It was on fucking PAT most of the time. He was at Bama, but he never left. So they never had anything bad to say about him, right? So when they call, they're like, yeah, he's good. He just wasn't as good as these other guys that are first-round picks. <laughs> Crazy. So, I mean, like, literally just going to Bama was probably getting you a shot on getting on a roster. For sure. For sure. 
insane. It's crazy. Was that your transfer portal? Yeah. Yeah. My uh, note there. Talking yeah. about their fallout. That's kind of crazy. Well, and all the kids too at Florida and Washington that signed on early signing day that are getting out. This crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a couple kids here from the Valley that signed at Arizona. I've gotten out of there that were early enrollees at Arizona. Um, they've hit the portal already. Uh, Adam Muhammad is one. We played against him. He's at Apollo. He was at Apollo. Uh, He's probably, I mean, he's probably going to the NFL, if I'm being honest. I've never seen somebody do that on a high school football field. <laughs> like, where they're like, hey, if you know, want to know if they're an NFL guy, where he just runs circles around everybody else and doesn't get touched against talent 10 times worse than him. Like, that's what he did. Dude. Like, they just run toss and he would just run through our people and 65 yard touchdown. He was Arizona Cardinals player of the week against us. They played two quarters. They beat us pretty good. They're a really good team this year. He had 16 carries. For just under 200 yards and four touchdowns. So, Jeez. 16 touchdowns. Wow. <laughs> so, in the first half. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, he was player of the week. So. Rightly so. Um, we talked a little bit about censorship with the City of Lakes open, quote-unquote, discussion. See? I saw this uh, after last week. And I wanted to touch on it. I mean, it's the same thing. Um, after the the Texans beat, who'd they beat? The Browns. The Browns. After the Texans beat the Browns, right, the, they cut to an interview, and it's, you know, they're interviewing the quarterback. They're interviewing C.J. Stroud. And I don't know. It, it rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so, C.J., not what C.J. said. So, let me, let me preface that. He, right. he immediately prefaces, you know, yeah, how'd you do it? You know, what went into the game? Blah blah blah. And he's like, first, I just want to, you know, praise Jesus and you know, the normal thing that you know a lot of athletes will do, um, stating what they believe in and why they feel they're there. You know, and for him, players, Jesus. You know, all glory go to God. Blah blah blah. And then I saw the tweet of NBC Sports of that clip, and she asked the question. And they cut that out, and then it's just him in the game. And it's like, man, that feels so, like, purposeful. Like, yeah. there's a part of me that, okay, I get it, right? If you're trying to, like, make a 40-second clip, you want to cut that out. It feels like nonsense. But at the same time, like, it's, you know by doing that you're going to piss a lot of people off, so why not just leave those four seconds in and avoid that, right? And it just comes across as, like, trying to mute that conversation and whether you believe in anything or not, right? I, I, I hate that. I, I hate that. Right. Like whether you believe in anything or not, don't cut it out. Like let the record show this is what was said, right? Like quit trying to do that shit. Like you're just going to make things worse. If you're trying to tamp down that stuff right. purposefully or not, you're going to make it worse. Cause you're going to fire up a side. It's just like, man, oh, yeah, it just, it rubbed me the wrong way seeing that, you know, and it, belief or not aside, I don't care. I just, I hate, I hate it when somebody would do that to a person who is on a stage, you gave them a platform, you put a mic in front of their face 
and you cut their shit. Absolutely. Fuck that. Yeah, absolutely. Anything they have to say, to be honest, I, I just think like whether you agree with what's being said or not, like in any of those situations, like, you know, it's same thing when people were anti whatever, uh, anything ever. Right. But they have that platform and that's their right to say it. It's just like you and I on this show. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we look back and we're like, Hey, take that out. I don't think we should have said that. Mm-hmm. We full transparency. We've done that before. Yeah. We had a full 25 minute conversation that we cut from one of these fucking episodes. Cause we thought back on it. And we're like, we don't really feel like we should talk about that. Right. Like that. It, it wasn't our place. It's not what we're doing on here. So right. let's just delete it. Right. Like right. it's, it, we didn't, we weren't saying thing, anything that was bad. I didn't think it just also felt like we shouldn't exactly. be talking about it. Cause it, right. we have no first hand experience in that. And so us offering opinions just kind of felt stupid. Right. And on like not in theme with what we're going for. So we just cut it. Um, but that was our decision and our voice. Right. But, and it's our show and it's our platform. So it's just like, it's much like, uh, you know, I guess Todd Smith blocking me from his, his platform. He doesn't want me to see it anymore. Right. Um, but I just think it's shitty when that happens. I agree with you a hundred percent. And I, I didn't, I saw it too. And, um, you know, CJ Stroud does that at the beginning of every interview ever. Like, he yeah. gets to the press conference, and he's like, first off, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So without him, I'm nothing. That's Obviously, that's what he believes, and, and that's what he wants to say with the first four, like you said, four seconds of his interview. Correct. It's like, it, it's like, that's the thing is, it's not like, but nobody, I think we just goes to show, like, how how kind of a messed up world we're in. You know, in all reality, like the things that like people want to push and don't want to push. And it's, I'm not, I'm not saying that one is right and not and that one is not right, but you got to either let everything go or nothing go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's just, it's a super slippery slope, right? Um, when you start to sense, censure, censor people, um, when you hand them a mic. Right. And that's like, it's the first step. Right. And, um, you can equate it to second amendment. Right. And, and why those, you know, whether you believe in that or not, and whether you're an absolutist with respect to that or you're not. Um, but that's why so many people fight so hard on that is because one, you know, an inch all of a sudden, you know, Oh, we don't want, a ban on this because then it, it's one step closer to a ban on them all or whatever that might feel right. like. Right. And so, Oh, you can't, it's the same with books. You can't read these books. Well, then you're going to say, I can't read other books and then other books. And then pretty soon you're going to say, I can't read. Right? right. And you can't, yeah, I just, Oh man, it just rubs me the wrong way. Like, you know, like the, they never did it to fucking Tebow. You know what I mean? Like that was his, that was his whole thing. He yeah, still does. No. And then that, I mean, he was kind of like the star, right, of that. And then now, like, where we're at, like, on certain stuff, uh, I don't know if you know, like, the Lions, and it's one thing I respected a lot, and that's the reason I like Dan Campbell and those guys. 
uh, around the draft and uh, the combine and all that stuff, mm-hmm. when they went to press conferences, they wore branded Detroit Lions T-shirts with the Lion logo and then just said, protect women's sports. Mm-hmm. And they all wore that, right? So whatever you believe in, that's great. That's fine. But certain news networks and sports covering, the they blurred out their shirts while they were at the podium. It's so fucked and up. It's, it is so fucked up. And it's like, boy, if what you say is getting in the way of like whatever, whether it's an agenda or somebody somebody's personal opinions at that place, like then it's gone. And that's really fucked up. And then that's why people don't trust the media anymore. Correct. Because it's a one-way street. It's only what they want to push out, right? And granted, I feel like, you know, you and I are pretty smart people, but I think we relate everything to sports. And so this is kind of when we see that stuff or like really hits home with us, or at least for myself, but it just kind of like goes, to sh- it, I just feel like we're in a real fucked way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a spot where you can't say whatever you want to say. Right. Like, right. And like you, you live with those, you know, repercussions on your own, right. Uh, from the masses, it shouldn't be, you know, being held down by your government. I mean, just think of how many like iconic moments in our history were from people like, being on a platform in some stage like that, I, you know, I don't, I forget what Olympics it was, but um, I think it was when, I think it was the Olympics when they were in Germany. Right. Um, and Jesse, Owen, I think it was Jesse Owens ran. God, I'm, it was, I yeah, it was. It was. That. It was. and I'm uh, 99% sure it was in Germany too. Yeah. Right. And like, or the, when the, the track stars, you know, they raise their hand. Right. And like, it like, it's it's a small way for them to voice or for anyone to voice their displeasure, like when they're in a platform. You know, it's like don't blur it out, right? Because it, it's a spark that can like change the course of the world, one way or the other. And again, whether you agree with it or not, like that's on you. And we've we've said it a hundred times. If you take offense to something, that's your problem. Correct. Right? Like it's not my problem. Like you just ignore it. <laughs> Nothing is going to happen. It's not like if I offend you. Um, 12,000 people die tomorrow. Right. It's just you're offended. Right. Whoops. <laughs> That's a you problem, pal. Right. Sorry. You know, like, move on with your life. <laughs> or find your stage, share your voice. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I hated to see that, man, because, again, good kid by by all accounts doing the right things doing like what he should be doing and he shares his thoughts on something and they're just like nah you know yeah we don't want to push that out there or it's like ah he said it too much it's almost what it felt like because he does it every time it's like nah it's a playoffs pal I don't know just fucking wild man just fucking wild fucked up fucked up don't like seeing that all right How about Nick Dunlap? Wild. Uh, what a stud. Would like, would like to say, if you listen to the Back to Even Sports Pick pod show, uh, started off golf gambling hot with some losers. <laughs> Our yeah. boy Huey didn't even make the cut. I saw that. <laughs> worst to worst, my man. Uh so here's my big question. Obviously, it's really sweet, and if you don't know what we're talking about, 
Uh, Nick Dunlop, he's a sophomore. Where? Do you know where, Jeff? Oh, I think it's USC, right? No. Oh. Blitz, Bama, blitz, baby. Roll damn tide. Plays, uh, plays on them Robert Trent Jones courses. That's right. He uh, So he's a sophomore there, and uh, he won the American Express Open this weekend. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Amateur. 29 uh, under. That's insane. Say that again. 29 under. He shot a 60 on Friday. We were joking about 59s. I know, and then the guy did it. Almost. Holy cats. Which is kind of funny, too, because I think, what we say? The first one to shoot a 59 under wins? Yeah. Just about. Um, Crazy. Super cool. Usually, and I think probably still, when an amateur wins... They just win. Correct. They don't get no money. Well, yeah, they used to. I don't know uh, anymore. That's my question is in the days of NIL and all of them being able to get money. <clears throat> well, you can't take the tournament check because mm-hmm. that's paid for performance. But what? somebody, you know. Not Nike, because Nike went away. We didn't even touch on that. Tiger's no longer with Nike. That's, That's wild. Um, but, you know, TaylorMade, Adidas, throw out a golf, or anybody who wants their clothing sponsored can reach out to them and be like, hey, let's go. Let's work together, right? I mean, in my eyes of an NIL deal right now, I feel like the guy who got second place could be like, actually, bro, here you go. Sure. I mean, I, there's no rules right now, right? Like, that's our big thing. But this is just a, a wild situation now mm-hmm. with NIL. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I would assume he's going to get a bunch of sponsorship money. Um, but, no, he can't take any for winning. Mm-hmm. That is wild. It's very wild. And uh, do we know what the first place prize was? No. I'm going to look it up. American Express open. I'd assume about a million ish. Uh, yeah, the purse was 8.4. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. What happens to the purse if Nick Dunlap wins? Probably just goes to everybody else. Which I'm assuming. Uh, do you know the last amateur to win a PGA Tour event? No. Tiger. Was it Tiger? Mm hmm. God damn. That's some uh, rarefied air. Nick Dunlap. <laughs> yeah. First golfer since Tiger Woods. Oh, to win both U.S. Junior Amateur and U.S. Amateur. Guy's got some credentials. Yeah, he does. Um,. $1.5 million winner's check. What a fucking sweet jumpstart to life at 20. How do you how do you not just say, yeah, I'm, I'm going pro? That's and, just it. Like, it's take just like, the check. Okay, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah, it's okay. I'll take the check. I, I'll quit college right now. Yeah, I got a win on the PGA Tour. I'm pretty sure yeah. that makes him a card holder for next year. Right. And he's... He he can he can go to the fucking masters. Right. Like he can play in majors. Like 
how, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how you walk away. Cause like, clearly that's his thing. Right. And that I'm assuming that's his goal is to be a professional golfer. Not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, Oh no, I'm going to Bama to be a, you know, electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, and the, the purse does just slide down. Yeah. Or, or skips a step anywhere amateur is. So the real nice thing is if you're like six guys tied for fourth and then you split that pot, but one of those guys is an amateur. Now it's yeah, like five guys tied for fourth. It's wild. It's wild. So not a great day today, though. Held on. Yeah. He only shot two under today, but uh, pretty, pretty crazy, dude. I just. That's a classic Tiger move. Yeah, just big, holding on. Big lead early hard. and don't fuck up Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, make them chase you down. It's a lot harder to do than you think. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, a lot of wild numbers. Shot. This is like us playing PGA in our prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw uh, JT, like a quote from JT. They were like, How, how'd you do today? He's like, thought I did pretty good until I looked over and saw I got beat by an amateur. Yeah. It's like holy cats! Like everybody was talking about him. I didn't see his game, so I am unfamiliar. I just saw him nail the last putt. Yeah, that's it. One to keep an eye on. One to keep maybe, an eye on. Maybe he'll be here at the People's Open. I mean, hopefully. I would throw him in. Fuck it. But no, I just thought that was wild, man. Uh you don't obviously see that a whole lot. No. We've seen amateurs do well, especially in the last year. Um, with Sam Bennett, right, at the Masters last year, was kind of hovering around top 10 all weekend, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. That's what's uh, so cool about the Masters is they really highlight, like, the four or five amateurs that are there, and they make it a big deal to be the low amateur, mm-hmm. you know, uh, at that tournament. I think it's one of the ones that really, really pumps that up, as they right. should. Um, I mean, I think actually I take that back. All the majors do it, but it feels like way more important there. Right. What um, was the, what was the event where block was the, was he sponsor exempt or what? No. Cause it was the, it was the, what was that? It was the, um, was it the U S open? Where all, where they get, was it the U S open? It was no, major. It was PGA. Yeah. Cause he's a PGA pro. Yep. And so, so he, he was playing as the PGA pro and what did he come in second? I don't know. Or no, he was leading for two days and then he came in like, he, I think he ended up finishing like fifth or sixth. Yeah. But he still got a check. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Well, yeah. He's a professional. Right. So uh, yeah, I, I just didn't know how those playing things worked. I guess obviously that makes sense, but no, I thought it was crazy. I texted to you after we sent our list. And yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome, it man. Uh, yeah, it doesn't happen a lot, right? Like, mm. Tiger, freaking back in the 90s, so we're, you know, 25, 27 years away. Um, but thing, do you think this will happen more? No. You don't? No. Like, I'm just thinking, here's my thing. I think athletes are getting better and better For every sure. day, all the time. Uh, obviously, I think more than anything in the world, golf is a complete mental game, and I think that's why a lot of these amateurs – 
slip up towards the end, right? Like they have a bad shot and they just feel the world of pressure on them. And then it's just kind of over. So shout out to him to have a terrible day four and hold on to win. Like that's, he might be a stud going forward. Like that's a huge fucking mental overcome. Absolutely. Um, but I just, I'm just like, you watch Sam Bennett top 10. Like we talked about at the masters. Do you think that we'll see more and more amateurs hover towards the top? Maybe not necessarily win, but just because these kids are getting so good, and especially golf, I think, is the one sport where, like, if you're going to be sports-centric on anything, if it was golf, you could be the best in the world in fucking no time. Um, so I have two kind of like two thoughts on this. One, no. Uh, be un- Unless you're going to see – like just an absolute phenom Tiger Woods style, right? That is coming out because it is so incredible. Like those are the best of the best, mm-hmm. right? It's it, they're on like such a an insanely different level, and those the pros have the ability, um, the time and the money, right? To to understand those courses, they've working with a caddy for years. Like that is their life, and for an amateur to do it, you really got to be on fire, um, and that's what makes this so crazily impressive. You're always going to hear the story of the amateur who's in contention after day one uh, at the Masters, but they never really truly are. That's why the Sam Bennett thing was kind of kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't I don't think on its face you you will you would see more of it. It's hard to win on the PGA Tour. It's hard to win on the tour. It's hard to win a major, right? Um, but I'm going to caveat that by saying with the whole live thing and a lot of the best of the best kind of saying, I'm going to go over here and play now, it opens up more opportunities for these guys. So you might, you really might just because the field is a little thinner now and you know, the, the, the major winners currently, right. Two of them are over there, right? right? So who knows, right? And the current top dog, big names, um, I root for them still. You you pull for them, and it's kind of crazy to say, but, you know, Rory's getting up there. And Rory played in Dubai this week. Yeah, and, like, they split. That's the other thing is they split time on, like, in different events, that, you know, depending on the payout and whatnot. And so you might see some of that on some of these, like, lower – level things but i think when you get you start talking about the the waste management you know the elevated events the majors mm-hmm. no because that's going to be the full field and it's going to be fucking stacked and good luck dude like as you mentioned it is so hard to hold on to 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 win one of those things so i mean winning's hard right it's the hardest sure. thing you want to do winning is tough that's why not everybody wins um, but yeah, I think, I don't think like, oh, you're going to see more. I just think that I think that they just, like I said, the athletes are getting better. And I think you're just going to see more and more of those guys probably hang around more often, not necessarily win, but I think we're going to see more amateurs hanging around mm-hmm. in the final days, especially like with the live note, like you talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's but, cool if they well, are, man. Yeah, for like, sure. That's what makes and golf that, awesome. Like we talked about. Other, it. That's the flip side of that coin where it's like, you know, we always talk about like so-and-so in the NFL or whatever. And they always used to say when the rookie symposium was still a thing, 
They would tell him, hey, the NFL doesn't need you. And then this guy just shows up this week. He's a sophomore at Alabama, wins the whole damn thing. And it kind of just like resets everybody else. Like, hey, like as much as it sucks, like all those guys are going to live, it's kind of like another leg for the PGA to stand on and be like, well, the PGA doesn't need you. Sure. Anybody can show up on any weekend and just play out of their mind golf. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we can market the hell out of them and turn them into stars. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no doubt about it. Um, speaking of young stars, a guy who's been sweeping the internet, throwing fucking nine darters. Yeah, Luke the Nuke. Luke the Nuke. How about that, dude? Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, this is a 16-year-old kid from England. He's taking the darts world by storm. And if you've never thrown darts... You could probably turn this podcast off. All right. If you've never been drunk at a bar, grab some of those steaks, start chucking them at a cork board, and not felt like a goddamn hero because you hit a triple 20 and a double bully in one throw. Mm. I don't know what you're doing. All right. I just don't know what you're doing. It's fun. All right. It's, 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 it's good living, throwing darts at a board with your buddies. All right. And this guy is taking the dart world by storm. I mean, these videos are electric. Absolute electric factory, dude. And he's 16 years old. That's what I think is the craziest thing. Just this, like, it might sound a little mean, but I'm just being descriptive. Chubby little dude. He's just a chubby little kid. He is. <laughs> like, Shout out Dolph for sharing this with us, because I don't know that we would have seen it. I um, heard about him, like, two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, so up in the dart world. Apparently, hmm. apparently, I'm big in like curling and darts. I didn't know. What a nerd, dude! What a nerd you are. I will say this: um, like every sport, right? You can see it more often, so it's becoming more and more prominent. I would maybe that's not the right word, but because it's not prominent. But uh, growing up. Dude, my dad had a dartboard in the basement. And I'll just whip them, right? We're just throwing darts. But I always thought, like, the objective is to throw a fucking bullseye. Yeah. And now I'm looking back at fucking eight, nine, ten-year-old me on a snowstorm day. If I would have known, we got to dial in on triple 20s. Mm-hmm. That's where we fucking live, big boy. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. dial in on triple 20s. Because if you can get it, and these guys get it, right? And they're not athletic people. It's much like watching the bags competitions. These guys ain't got a whole lot else going on other than tossing bags. And I like to think I'm a pretty above average bag player, but those guys would fucking mop me up. I just feel like I wasted a lot of potential and I could be an ESPN eight, the Ocho star. Uh, it's just crazy. Have you seen like their walkouts for these things? It's like WWE style. Yeah, yeah, very similar WWE UFC walkouts. And this is huge overseas. Like, these are all huge. in England and Ireland. And these are arenas. Like, they look comparable to a basketball arena here. Yeah. Packed with people going fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I know Jack said he's going to get big into golf. But I might put a dartboard on that wall for the boy. Oh, we got one up in the garage. Yeah. But they're the real ones. So it's like, mm-hmm. do I want you chucking those yet? 
right? Like, and there's a TV somewhat close to it. <laughs> That's fair. RIP TV. <laughs> uh, I don't care about the drywall. I guess I do care about the TV hanging in the garage. Right. Drywall weight makes a really good backstop. For Correct. Dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I. we got big into that. Got right out of college. And we like I we probably did it every night. It was, just, it was competitive as shit in the little con, the townhouse we lived in. Four dudes playing it all night. You guys should have joined a dart league. We should have, man. We should have. Like we all went out and bought our own darts. Like we we went hard nerd on it. Um, it makes me think of, and it this will be a good thing uh, as the sport sporting world slows down. The one sport that you feel like you could have gone pro in if you would have known like more about it when you were younger and like put in the work, right? Whether it's darts, bowling, curling, swimming, I don't know, right? Like whatever you might think it is, um, we should, we should definitely like draft that or be a good draft. Like, be a good draft. yeah. Like the thing you think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that on the list. I'm also excited to see is darts an Olympic sport? I uh, know. Should be. Probably coming soon. Hopefully. Coming soon. I mean, why wouldn't it? It's why it's the thing is like why wouldn't it be? You got freaking curling. Well, and all the other things, like the what's the winter one where they ski and then shoot? Like they ski down and then they they're yeah. down, you know? I know what you're talking about. Uh, I do not know the name of it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you at all. But but that I, started out as like some drunk dude in a bar. It's like, hey, let's go. Let's ski around the block. Then let's go shoot these cans off that rail. Hell yeah, I did. And let's do it again. <laughs> and then let's do it again. 100%. I mean, a good story starts with hold my beer, right? So For sure. Oh, now I gotta find out the name. Olympic. Olympic sport that involves skiing and shooting. <laughs> I feel like I should know it. You're gonna say it, I'm gonna be like, yep. I'm gonna feel the same way. Uh well, so in the winter, that's what they call the biathlon. Mm, see, I didn't. So no, I wouldn't. I would not have thought that either. I guess that makes some sense. Right? Uh multiple sports. By athlon, right? You got the triathlon, you got the decat, uh, what is it, the decathlon for yeah. track and field where it's like 10. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Be, be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely doing that draft. Yeah. I like it. Sooner I love rather it. than later. I love it. All right. What else? All right. We hit Luke the nuke. Um, uh, I think we just got two more. Well, a couple more here. All right. What sucks? Um, RG3 and Jay Gruden. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Wild. Did you see much of it? Uh, I saw RG3's like little video, and then I saw the tweet that Jay Gruden sent out that was later deleted. Just I, so strange. I, I, I mean, uh, here's the deal. I love Jay Gruden kind of just being like, hey, Sorry, Kirk was better. <laughs> and then he's like, Baltimore didn't want you and Cleveland didn't either or whatever. 
It's kind of harsh. It is, but I mean, it also true. You know, like yeah, nobody was like, and I feel terrible. Like I, I truly think like RG three doesn't tear his ACL his rookie year. It's probably a different player because you could tell like it definitely hinged his performance. Like you could tell he was really protective of that leg. Mm-hmm. Just the mental block, right? So I feel terrible for him, but at the end of the day, like uh, nobody came after RG three with a five year fully guaranteed contract, like fourteen right. good for Kirk. Right. Yeah. It's just so strange to see that like all play out like so like now. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, dude, like we're so far beyond that. Why are you like, don't be living in the past now, brother. Yeah, I don't know. RG3 is kind of like a weird dude like that where he's kind of hanging around. Like, he even tried to come back to the Browns this year when they everybody got hurt. They showed a picture of him just like he was whipping balls at a palm tree. The palm tree was obviously fairly narrow, and he was hitting it. And I was like, all right, cool. That's good. Like, I saw that on McAfee, but I don't know, man. It's just a wild – we live in a wild time. Where people, I mean, at any time you can just bring up old shit. Yes. <laughs> and I guess, like, most people, like, especially coaches, like, Jay Gruden's not doing anything anymore. Right. And Jay Gruden is what he is. Uh, he kind of cut his own teeth. He was big in the AFL, Arena Football League, mm-hmm. before he got into the NFL. Granted, 110%. The only reason he got into the NFL is because of who his brother is. Sure. That's how the NFL works 99.9% of the time. But, I just, just kind of like, I also like him being able to stick up for himself. Yeah. I don't hate RG3, like, calling a shot either. Like, hey, I feel like I got screwed. Cool. But it's just like, yeah, why now? Where was that video six years ago? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he didn't think Jay was going to say anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to kind of, you know, circling back. It's nice. You got a platform. You want to voice your opinion? Do it, dude. Like. Let the chips fall where they may. Maybe you didn't think you were going to get called out, but you ended up getting called out. Right. And he was unapologetic about it. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I guess he's mildly apologetic because he deleted it, but Kirk was better. He's still in the league. Sorry. Yeah. We weren't 100% sold on him to begin with. Right. I think RG3 is a good dude. I don't. I mean. Yeah, it seems like it. I like him. I don't, I don't know. He's doing well as an announcer and an analyst. Like. I think some people just have a hard time, like, letting go. Like, you're doing good, dude. Just go do your thing now, you know? Right. right. Everybody's playing chapter closes, Correct. and that's okay. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, man. It was kind of wild to see, but, uh, yeah, just crazy. Correct. Well, <clears throat> of late, I feel like it wouldn't be a back to even podcast if we didn't bring up plane issues mm-hmm. we had a couple this last week right uh, i sent you the video i don't know if you saw it i hope you did i know a I lot did. of people did of a plane taking off from miami and immediately catching fire right <laughs> and so they have to turn around make an emergency landing understandably but hey silver lining nobody's hurt uh, and you said it was, I did see it was a 747. Mm-hmm. As I learned a lot of 747s are now cargo. Mm-hmm. So do we know if there was any uh, people other than crew on board? 
I do not know that. I believe it was a passenger flight. Crazy. But I don't know for sure. I thought I read something about... I feel like they wouldn't... Well, maybe they would just throw out nobody was hurt, even if it was just, you know, flight crew. Correct, because those are people too. Um, they are. Also, don't let this scare you of getting on a plane, because millions of millions and millions of planes take off and land every day. Isn't that wild? Like to think that that is still, it's the safest mode of transportation going through the air. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we don't think twice about About getting in our car. car. Right. And like, if, Fucking, I don't know the stat. I'm just going to throw out a completely made up one. Somebody dies every five seconds because of a car crash. That's probably not too far off. It's probably not that crazy. It happens. It's an insane number when you compare it to the number of deaths from air travel on a given year. And everybody going to work Monday morning or going home for Monday morning, listening to this pod is probably texting and driving. For sure. Somebody's doing something they shouldn't do, not paying attention behind the wheel of a, you know, a thousand plus pound vehicle uh, in the winter, potential icy spots, you name it, right? We don't think twice about it, but for some reason, like airplane travel, Mm -hmm. being elevated at like 30,000 feet is safer. Mm -hmm. That's so crazy to think about, dude. And it's crazy because we see these things, and it always brings me back to when I worked for Fastenal. It was a massive corporation, right? We have hub, we had hubs all over the world that would distribute our parts, and they would make mistakes. What seemed like all the fucking time. Yeah. But they're a massive company, and then they're like they'd run the numbers, and they'd be like, less than one percent of our items pulled are mistakes. And it's like, well, I get five a day, but then it's like, well. They pull billions of orders a day mm-hmm. from the hub. So to get to 1%, you got to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So this thing like less than really probably 0.1% of flights have any issue. Oh, I bet it's less than that. That's what seems yeah. crazy, right? Right. I think it's less than that, right? Like that was the only video I saw of a plane on fire that day mm-hmm. this week. And there's, you know, probably a million flights a week. Oh, there's a billion flights a week. That's a lot. Uh, we're gonna. We need a. We need a moderator or something to hit our Google's. Let's just see how many flights a day in the U.S. Say in the world. Do let's the- just. Let's just go U.S. That's where we're all flying. What's your guess? The number of flights a day in the United States. Yep. I think over a million would be too high. But it would. Yeah. It yeah. would. This number is a lot lower. So I would say like 150,000. Yeah. So in short, it says the first thing that pops up in short, there are around 45,000 commercial airline flights per day in the United States. Interesting. To change the United States to Google. What? Uh, to to the world. Sorry. <laughs> what? 
That just reminded me of Scott Bakula. <laughs> he fights a day in the Google. Okay. <laughs> I had a quantum leap moment there. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did. <laughs> oh my god. Uh approximately a hundred thousand flights per day. In the world? Yeah. We got forty five thousand of them? That's wild. That is passenger flights alone account for over ninety thousand flights per day, transporting millions of passengers to destinations all around the world. Jeez, why don't yeah. more people fly? Hmm. So ninety thousand a day. So in a week, you're at, you know, seven hundred thousand ish. Yeah, just under. I mean, approximately. So not a billion. Right, we're close though. So. <laughs> oh, change it to Google, Ben. Yeah, well, I'll see how many flights a day per Google. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. What a brain fart. <laughs> Wait. I'm <laughs> damn it. Closes the good. mirror. That was, that was good. Oh, son of a biscuit. Oh, well, and then, uh, you know, obviously planes on fire. Bad. Mm-hmm. We've talked about like worst case scenarios in a plane. Um, and we've talked about people having explosive diarrhea. Mm-hmm. A, part of a plane being ripped off and <laughs> shit being sucked out. How would you feel about being stuck in a bathroom for an entire flight? Terrible. I better get a free flight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and the only thing that they can do is slip a note under the door and say, sorry, get comfortable. <laughs> That'd be so pissed. <laughs> well, it's like in my head, it's like, uh, I've been in many uh, airplane bathrooms. Those doors are not like the cockpit door. Kick the bitch in. Well, that's just it, too. That's my other thought where it's like, okay. But they, they all open in, right? For sure. So that's the tough part is you can't, you got to rely on somebody else. Yeah. I would, I would have gone, I would have like, I know I probably didn't have anything to write with. But I would have been yelling through the door, go find the biggest motherfucker on this plane. Tell him to come back here. I'll stand on the toilet. Kick this son of a bitch in. <laughs> like, I'm not staying in here all day. <laughs> no. What if we... There's like, no seatbelt. Like, imagine you just... You just took the worst one you've ever taken. <laughs> and now you're stuck with it. Terrible. Yeah, I'd give up shitting for Lent, dude, if that happened to me. I'm not claustrophobic, but I would get claustrophobic in that space in that spot. Dude, I'd be freaking out. That's honestly Yeah, I don't that seems worse than the plane starting on fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I know you've said your piece. Mine as well. Like, I'm not a small guy. I don't fit in those bathrooms, right? Like I when I go in there, like my head is to the right, you know, there, sometimes there's like a mild squat, like as I'm trying to pee, cause the things are curved. It's not a comfortable experience. I wouldn't want to be in there all day. No, I've long thought they should renovate those bathrooms. Yeah. The toilet should be over the biggest part. The sink should be pushed in the corner where the plane starts to go. Thank you. Oh. 
who's engineering these things? Yeah. What are you, a fucking mechanical engineer? Do better. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> We've got to change your degree. Yeah. Figure out how, like, humans work. Yeah. It just, I mean, at some point, I'd probably be, like, accepting it. I'd be super pissed. Is your phone ain't working. You ain't got no fucking movies on your phone. 90% of the games you have on your phone have to have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. You're doing nothing now mm-hmm. for hours. How much stuff do you take apart in the bathroom? Like trying to figure out if you can like find a, uh, an emergency release. Dude, I'm, I'm ripping the door off. I'm going to tell you right now, all 300 pounds of me is jerking my way. Probably going to shift the plane as I fall backwards, opening the fucking door. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, they're not that, like, tough. I don't know about you, but, like, when I close it and lock it, I'm always like, man, somebody could come in here at any time. There's yeah, no way I'm this is. doing the no lock and just putting my foot on the door. Yeah. Like, it, it, it feels like it wouldn't take that much effort to bust it in. Or I'm going to start carrying my iPad to the bathroom and everybody's going to be like, what an iPad kid? And I'll be like, well, did you, do you read the news? <laughs> if I get stuck in here, I'm not going to be doing nothing. I'm not going to be bored. Because, yeah, because then you're going to land. And it's going to take a while for them to figure out how to open the fucker. Yeah, and I've never been unbuckled facing the wrong way on landing. <laughs> Probably slide. <laughs> for sure. Maybe come through the other way of the wall. Fuck. Yeah, I would be like the Kool-Aid man, dude. 100% I'm busting through that thing. Absolutely. Because they had to bust it down to get you out anyways. Like, they're going to have to break the door. I would, again, I would think so. I would agree. Like, how, yeah. And if there's a special tool that somehow unlocks it, like, why do? why is that not on board? Right. And what are they going to say? Why'd you break the door down? Well, it was clearly locked. You guys passed me a note. I'm claustrophobic as fuck. Get me out of this thing. Right. Right. I'm not staying in here with poop water. I was about to have a fucking panic attack. (laughs) Get me out. Get me out. You're not gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, crybody. What's next? Anything else? Uh, I think the only thing we have left was... uh, a oh, you yeah. story. Oh, yeah, Favre. Did you, yeah. Read, did you read about that or hear that? No. So Favre, as he wants to do these days, is uh, interject himself into the narrative mm-hmm. randomly for no reason. Which uh, one? I, I don't know. He's on a radio show or a podcast, and he's bitching about something and somehow got on to – Taylor Swift and that he's tired of seeing her at games and she's only dating Travis Kelsey for the money and the notoriety. And I was like, what? (laughs) You think Brett Favre knows who Taylor Swift is? I don't think so. Because he's got daughters and a wife, so he should. Well, then we need to figure out a way to like protect his brain. Um, better because he's clearly got some stuff going on up there if he knows who she is and thinks that i don't know how a sane person could think she's dating him for the money 
He could be saving country. <laughs> he, he very well might be with these kind of thoughts. Holy that is so insane to me. Uh, it was almost, that's almost as bad as like at the beginning where people were like the flip out of that coin saying that Travis Kelsey was just dating Taylor Swift to become whatever, mm-hmm. be more well-known. And I was like, well, no, he's best tight end in the league. Like plenty of people know him. It, I think there's also though, you know, a severe disconnect between those two communities. And I guess maybe Brett Favre thinking that is not that far off because there was a lot of videos of people who went to Taylor Swift concerts in NFL stadiums. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way that this many people like football. Yeah. And it's like, well, turn on a game once, you know, for sure. For sure. And I mean, I, I could, I would listen to the argument that he dated her for more notoriety. Right. Cause at least like that power imbalance was noticeable. Right. It's all relative, right? Yeah, for sure. Like in the global scene. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like globally, she's way more well-known financially. She's a billionaire. He is not right. So I, I mean, I get that. I, I could listen to that and be like, okay, that's fair. Did he need it? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't make any sense. Why would you invite that distraction into your life? Um, if you're trying to, you know, win a Super Bowl and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, like there's not a lot of crossover in her fandom, in his fandom. So to like have them start to marry up, I, I, you know, if we're looking at it from a transactional basis, it's beneficial to both. Sure. Right. Like he's, he has clearly gotten way more endorsements this year. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I think like prior to Taylor Swift, his brand, personal brand was taken off. The podcast was huge for the Kelsey Bros. Yeah, I was going to say like now. And then going to the Super Bowl last year, obviously, right? Then like the mama Kelsey thing, like that was yeah. Weird. Imagine them playing each other last year plus Taylor Swift if she was a girlfriend last year. Oof. Oof. Oh, Santa Claus shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say like. You could you can see like his brand has taken off a little bit now. I I would say because of what he has accomplished, this podcast, like all of those things that he has done. Um, but you can also say like, well, yeah, now you've got all these other people paying attention to him. Makes sense, you know. The the COVID thing, Mister Pfizer, right? Like that's so random and like not football related. That you no. can say, okay, that might be tied to her. Who knows? <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know if you've seen any of these videos that have came out of Taylor Swift. Uh-uh. Like, prior to her tweeting stuff, she's sitting with, like, her mom and her dad. Mm-hmm. Like, she was going to tweet something bad about Trump once, and it was, like, this 45-minute debacle, and they, like, recorded it. And she was like, I have to send it. She's, like, crying. And then she's like, I know you're going to be mad at me, Dad, but I have to send this. And it was like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, it, the more <laughs> I see of her, I'm like, it's just every, like, she's a billionaire and she sings good, but she's every other 
like 30 year old girl. Like, I don't know, dude. It's just so weird to see them. And I get what you're saying. Like, I think like where you like the Pfizer thing, but like I'd sell out for 20 mil, whatever everybody else thought I was selling out. Yeah. hundred percent. percent. Does she, but when is she going to be in a state farm commercial? She doesn't need to be. Well, what is she's in one? What is it? Capital one. She is. Uh, is it capital? It is. Yeah. Where she's like in this weird airport and like everybody's Taylor Swift. Yeah. 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 I was like, was that a cap a credit card commercial or a like Delta commercial or something? No, it's cat. Yeah, no, you're right. It's Capital One. That's when you really know you've made it. When the credit card companies want you, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, and that's weird for her. I feel like no, I don't know. Do you think that it comes to like a power balance where they're like, hey, we want you to have a Capital One card? Yeah, I don't get it. You know, I don't know. I don't know what goes into any of that, right? Like, talk about a world we'll never understand. Clearly, right? Our opinions are well thought out on this. Um, I couldn't imagine being in a spot where it's like, do I need the money? No. Do I want to do it? No, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Wild. It is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's a wild thing but they're the power couple they're the a couple we get to see her for another week mm-hmm. Jason tried stealing the show tonight uh borderline I mean did it's on say tried he did mm-hmm. shirtless jumping out of the fucking suite shotgun and beers with the buffalo Damn. rubes fuck yeah what a specimen of a human just it's peak it is peak male right there. He's he is he is us. He's every other dude, dude. He's just really good at football. Makes a lot of money. Was really good at football. Nah, he still is, dude. He's coming <laughs> back. He's coming back. Don't you worry think about so? Me. I don't know. I don't know. I think. Did you watch that stuff? Not to add another segment to our show, no, but we're good. Um, obviously. The news broke that he said he was retiring in the locker room. Uh huh. And they did the like send off thing, you know, like go out, take a snap, come back, get your roses. Um, but then on the pod, he was like, you know, I don't think I was in the emotional state to, you know, do that. And when I do do that, you know, there's a lot of people that need to be thanked and got to do it right. And then he got super emotional and. I think at that point, like, here's the deal. The guys played 13 years in the NFL for one team. Mm-hmm. It was a long time, man. Not just with one team, but to play professional anything. Like, yeah, it's a the average span is a year and a half, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a hell of a career, especially interior line. Right. And I don't know. I don't, I, the only thing I could see happening, and it wouldn't because Casey's got a hell of a center. He's obviously got a love, ton of love for Andy Reid. Andy Reid drafted him in Philly to play with Travis, I think, is the only thing. Mm. I don't know, That'd man. Be pretty cool. It'd be pretty I mean, cool. not a whole lot cooler than playing with your brother. Like, no. You know, 
the McCourty brothers, they're twins. They didn't get enough love when they were the both the starting safeties for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Like not a not a whole lot of other things cooler, I think, than that. Not only is it my brother, it's my twin brother, and we're the starting safeties for the fucking New England Patriots in yeah. their prime. That's pretty that would be pretty cool. Well, that's interesting. I didn't see that. So I'm sure he's done, dude. A lot like I said, he there's a lot of tears. You kinda can tell body language tells everything. Sure. Sure. So right on. Well, more to come. More to come on that. More to come. All right. Well, should we wrap? Let's wrap. All right. Put a bow on it. Let's put a bow on this. Yach. Have a good week, everybody. All right. Get out there. Kill it. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. Uh, Friendly reminder, do not pick up dog poop with your hands. And Mm. plane travel is still the safest mode of transportation in the country. Yeah. Have a good week. We'll catch you all on Friday. Ben, do your thing, my man. Appreciate you all. Love you all. Uh, Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, rate five stars, be a friend, tell a friend. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, get back to you. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you're choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down to ride. I just say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me dance. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government. <laughs>